Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. everybody, welcome to episode, this is Slime Fire Radio, if you didn't know already, episode 464, <laughs> apparently it's the Mossberg edition, uh, for July 14th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly. I'm another host, Kyle. I'm another host, Mo. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hey. So, for those who didn't know, Adriel's not on the show tonight, um, but this is the good thing, the bad thing, it's his birthday. So everybody wish uh, Adriel a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Adriel. Happy birthday. And not only that, it was also Kyle's birthday this week, too. So happy birthday to you, Kyle. I miss oh, Kyle's thank you. birthday. Yeah, yeah, you did. I know you sorry. don't care about me. It's okay. <laughs> sorry, Kyle. Sorry. sorry. Anyways. <laughs> happy birthday. So we're. it's going to be a quick show this evening, but uh, we're going to be talking about uh, what everybody's been doing this week. Basically, it's the main topic, uh, but we're also going to actually, um, well, everybody's been busy with maple seeds. So we're going to interview both Kyle and uh, and Crystal because they went to a maple seed. And we're going to see what that was all about. We have some people who have written into the show as well, asking about things for specifically, they're going to be attending a maple seed this weekend in Stittsville. Hmm. So anyways, that's with me. All right. So why don't we get into what we did with guns this week? What we did with guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center. It's Canada's premier firearms retailer. So the Mossberg 500 Tactical, just in case. Who put that in? I put that in. So why did you actually bring it in just in case? I love the fact that it uh, comes in a little um, a but, carrying uh, just case. Just in case. That's what they call the package. Just in case. Yeah. 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 I just, oh, I get it. Just in case. <laughs> Got him dumb. It's one of those days. I had um, I had many of those moments today. So I'm having a month like that. So, <laughs> anyways, so just in case I get it now, it's in a case. Oh, yeah. that. You should hear feedback because I just turned on my. Anyways, turned on my. Anyways, okay. So it's actually kind of cute. Calgary Shooting Center comes up with all kinds of really cool things, especially at Christmas time. So this would be a good one. Yeah, let's get that. All right. So I know that, Kyle, we're going to be talking to you specifically about what you did this weekend. But did you do anything else in this week in guns besides go to a maple seed? Mm, no. <laughs> I had a club <laughs> meeting on Tuesday. And I'm actually, after the show, heading to the range to... Uh, get a brisket on because we have a shoot this weekend yeah. <laughs> and so we're doing the meet and greet tomorrow night so we're gonna cook up a brisket for that um, okay i did actually check out some videos for shotgun uh gill and vicky and there were some cool tips in there and some cool dry fire tips hmm. not for like getting your mount like taking a oops a mag light and dropping it down the barrel and using that when you're home for practicing your mount 
go up on the top corner and keep it level and everything. Okay. So, so yeah. Cool. Awesome. But, uh, if people are interested, uh, it's OSP Shooting School. They have a bunch of stuff on YouTube. They also have stuff on Carbon TV, and then they have their own little course thing or online with lots of info. But, yeah, other than that, just the maple seed on Saturday, which we'll end up getting into. Okay. And also, by the way, um, I'm taking care of business here in the back end too. So we have messages coming in from Dave. Apparently Dave's going to join us tonight. Uh, so while we're doing that, I'm going to actually get into what you did in guns with, uh, with Mo. Mo, why don't you tell us what you did with guns this way? Okay. Um, I went to an IPSC match in at the Sand Hill range, which is near Sherbrooke. Um, it was going pretty well until um until the wheels fell off well no what happened was uh halfway through they told us that because we were the first squad of of the weekend right i shot in the morning that was i don't do that too often but we were the first squad of the weekend and uh, i guess um there was a wish issue with one of the stages so they had they had us all reshoot it like we're going to reshoot it at the end um and oh there's dave and uh, so, yeah, so they, they asked us to reshoot that one stage at the end. And there wasn't much of an order to it because the, the whole squad had to reshoot it. So uh, I didn't go through my routine. I just thought like, oh, I, I shot the stage. I remember it. And I didn't even like, you know, <laughs> give it much thought, which, you know, I now regret because then it was like, I just went casually. I did it. And then I'm like, and then the RO says, you know, you missed the section of targets in the middle, right? And I'm like, oh, no. and I'm like, and then, oh. you know, the look of horror, I'm like, yes, I guess I did. So yeah, God's that's what happened, right? Smile kindly upon research. So it, it was a learning of, uh, yeah, don't take a stage for granted just because you shot it earlier. So yeah, that was it for that one. But, um, yeah, so I won't do that again. Uh, so yeah, I got all I got all the right. um, failures <laughs> failures to engage and the misses of course and you know so you oh, get okay. zero, you got a nice big fat zero for it and uh, that's that. Um, How was your score the first time you shot it? I didn't look at the power factor, but I I know I did it pretty well and mm-hmm. uh, I was fairly accurate and fast and so yeah so getting a zero on it after that was a big kick in the jewels. Yeah. <laughs> um, then I signed up for a couple more matches the, over the next few weekends. Uh, one in Cornwall, which is going to be this weekend, and then Stittsville will be in a couple of weekends. Um, Eastern Ontario will be between that two. So, um, so a bunch of um, Eastern Ontario matches. I ordered, uh, as I mentioned, I had broken the ring indexer on my press. And instead of going through Dylan, because I didn't want to wait for the, you know, just to get them to send it to me, I found one online through uh, Tiger Arms. They're in uh, Port Coquitlam. Port Coquitlam? Coquitlam. And uh, and then since I was ordering from them with the shipping and everything, I I ended up picking up some um, small primer pickup tubes. So, and they were really fast they uh i read night and by the next morning uh the order was confirmed in the shipping and it took like less than a week which was really great so shout out to them for sure awesome. uh, port coquitlam there Anyways, you go. <laughs> that's better or you just say poco poco 
Poco, <laughs> as the locals call it. It's like the, like their rap name of the town. <laughs> so that's really it for me. How about you, Dave? I've been staring at my email waiting for transfers from Ontario, and I'm going to be staring <laughs> for a long-ass oh. time yet, I suspect. <laughs> okay. So I've been talking with the uh, the guys that I sold and bought guns from, and uh, one guy in BC that I sold a pistol to texted me yesterday, and he's like, yeah, got all my transfers. I'm like, you, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, I don't know, last I heard six to eight, six to eight weeks or something <sighs> stupid like that in Ontario, like, I don't know. I don't know if that's actually true. But Sounds right. Sixty-eight you know, weeks. Sixty-eight weeks. Yeah, you'll have it. You'll have it by the time they ban everything. If it makes you feel better, I've been waiting for one in Quebec for five weeks, and it there was a point where it was one or two business days. So there oh. we are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, Kelly, I think you're. Who, who's oh, next? I was. I was late because my my Windows PCs, both of them, decided to update when I powered them up tonight after getting home from work. And I'm like, uh, yeah, this is great. And even as an IT here. guy, I can't hurry it up. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Okay. So what did I do this week? So on Tuesday night, we had uh, episode seven of She Shoots. Mandolin Mayhew came on. So we talked Yay. about hunting. It was amazing. Oh, that woman is so fantastic. A great advocate. And also an ambassador for hunting, especially women and hunting. But it was great to chat with her. So we have another show that's coming up. Episode eight. It's that, well, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking to some ladies that are in the firearm industry. So uh, gun own or gun store. No, she, actually, yeah, she is. She's got enemies. So uh, a couple of ladies in the industry. So they're going to be coming on. We're going to talk about, um, yeah, being a woman in the gun industry. So it's going to be awesome. Uh, I also had a couple of um, uh, Maple Seed events. They were at Warren Fields, in, uh, which is in Mount Bridges. And we had a fantastic weekend. First of all, I have to say, uh, the quality of shooters on the line were was was actually really amazing we had uh, 10 riflemen the first day out of 11 wow. shooters uh yeah right and then on the sunday we also had another six riflemen so it was wow. pretty pretty awesome so it was a really good weekend we didn't have any tornadoes so i was thankful for that it was hot 30 degrees plus and sunny and we got to see some really cool airplanes and it was one of the most unique air or unique ranges we've been to it was private land actually so keep going I'm back sorry. there it didn't rain and it was sunny was this actually a I thing know. or did you just drink yeah. this <laughs> no it, didn't. Wow. Anyways, Weird. so we had uh, Jess Tischler on the line. So Jess, actually, she shoots CRPS or ORPS, especially at Warren Fields. They have a monthly ORPS match there. Her dad is one of the directors, match directors for ORPS. Um, but he's also a Project Maple Seed instructor. And Jess, last time she came to Maple Seed event, she scored Rifleman as well. So she helped us out with modeling the um, different um, POIs, so well, the positional shooting uh, during um, Saturday when she was there. She was a shooter, but she was also on the line, or also helping with modeling. So, uh, but Joss is 14 years old. She's been shooting. I met her 
four or five years ago uh, at Crumlin. First year that we did Maple Sade and she came with her dad and she was just a youth shooter and she was shooting. And now she's actually, she is out shooting everybody. So on Saturday, Jess was able to shoot a 248 with her Grey Birch, spon- she's sponsored by Grey Birch, Grey Birch Solutions um, uh, rifle and she shot a 248, second highest in the country ever for maple seed and that's amongst adults so yeah she did fantastic so she's a really really good shooter so i'm gonna work yeah we're gonna have her on she shoots too at some point too so yeah and so great weekend um it was interesting (laughs) so i was driving out to bridges uh and i'm with rogers and uh (laughs) Oh, (laughs) so it was a long drive because I had to stop at every rest stop and just make sure that uh, everything was up to date with my (laughs) with my Uh, GPS and everything in case there was road closures or people needed to contact me because I had no way of contacting people. Anyways, awesome. So it was it was kind of cool. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, I did not go to skeet wednesday night uh we had a calendar meeting with the calendar girls can i say calendar girls the women's committee so we had to come out instead of that instead of going and doing skeet we had a calendar meeting we're going to be going actually out to um where are we going mayuth i'm not sure if you know where mayuth is but bancroft I think most people know where Bancroft is. If they live in Ontario, we're going to be going out there next weekend. We're going to be uh, doing the photo shoot there for the Ontario portion, at least of the Gunny Girl calendar. So I'm looking for different places to go where maybe we're checking out the range. So the range is going to help us out. But if anybody has anything interesting or maybe they have some really cool cars or something, other props, message me here. Message Kelly Lynn on Facebook. Anyways, that's it. Um, I think that's everybody, right? Because we're going to get into Kyle a little bit more here in a few seconds. So, mm-hmm. all right. Let's talk about upcoming events. Upcoming events sponsored by Tila Selfa. Uh, Tila Selfa is Canadian Digital. I need to enunciate. Uh, that works agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. They help with uh, business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma that the, fa- uh, the industry <laughs> carries with <laughs> things. Merchant processors and Dave Cracky. I'm going to come through the and I'm going to beat you in social media. <laughs> Anyways, I'll learn more at uh, tlsalpha.com. So, some of the events that are coming up uh, we have uh, Grand Prairie that is not coming up. That's over. Nobody's updated this. We have Bonneville, Fort Mac, though, and we also have Nelson, DC. So, get on over to the website. And we actually added some BC recently, too. So, go over and have a look at that. Um, yeah, anyways, so one of the things I did want to talk about was, uh, there is a ladies only match or there's ladies only matches in Kamloops, uh, BC right now. So the Canadian Rimfire, so Rimfire, uh, Competition Academy, CRPS, basically, uh, they're doing ladies only matches. So the CRPS ladies match is a 10 stage um, standard format PRS style long range rimfire match with uh, one to five steel targets placed at 100, anywhere from 100 to 300. 
So uh, if you go on to practice score, you can actually sign up for these. There's only 10 spots available and uh, for the um, Rimfire Competition Academy. Um, and then it doesn't say the date on that one. Hmm. I think it's on the 30th, July 30th. And then on July 31st, there's the ladies only CRPS yeah. match as well. So go on to practice score and sign up for those. Specifically, we want to bring more ladies into the shooting sport. So Rick is doing this with the ladies at Kamloops. So go and check that out. So the cost of the competition academy is $150. They'll have loaner uh, rifles available and, and ammo has been donated by Ely. Uh, so nice. you don't need to have any equipment. Shooters will need to have at least 200, 200 can't talk, of rimfire ammunition, it says. Some familiarity with shooting is highly recommended. I will attest to that. So, uh, and uh, this is was written by Rick. You you would know it's written by Rick because he says at least have participated in a Project Maple Seed event. <laughs> so, anyways, so go ahead and check those out on Practice Score. So, as I said, it's the law and the Rimfire Competition Academy. There's ten spots, and then the July thirty first ladies only CRPS match. And you can probably check them out on Camloops as well. I'm sure they have their them on the. Um, on the range page as well for events. So you can check out the dates there too. So, all right, let's get into the news. We're quickly going through this, by the way, because I got a meeting. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but news email shows Lukey initially against naming firearms. Is this old? No. I think we it's talked about that already. It's with Monday. Oh, okay. Then so let's bring it up. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I haven't re- reread it. Oh, she was initially against us. Yeah, and then she pressured the RCP locally to do it. But initially she was against it. So I'm thinking maybe the prime minister and maybe Bill Blair said, you know, if you like your job, maybe do it. Hmm. I don't know. Just speculating, interesting. but interesting. That, you know, well, points are so it could have been some political pressure there, as has been thought. Here's the reality. It was a high profile um, 22 people died. Actually, 23 if you count the unborn child. So 23 people died. Obviously, there is, and the RCMP is federally run. There's going to be some pressure from the top down. Um, it's an ongoing investigation. She knows better. And if she says no, that originally she didn't feel comfortable with it or she wasn't in favor of that, then she actually, she would have been given a I'm saying she would have been given a direct order. Yeah. Hmm. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, not <laughs> uh, not good. I'm hoping that this one actually sticks to the bastards. I don't have a lot of high hope for it. It's just, you know, meddling with an active police investigation for political points, which probably is a lot less than what they've done in the past. Oh, wait, they've done exactly that in the past. <laughs> but yes. uh, I'm I'm hoping that maybe this is one more thing on top of the, the uh, one more straw that sinks their camel's back, to mix my metaphors. I am not going to say anything other than the reality is people are using things for political purposes, so... The reality is they're using it for political purposes. Somebody's stuff. Not cool. No, not mm. cool. And we all know it happens, but to actually see it in the media, that's interesting mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. We have another 
unless anybody else wants to talk about it. Are we good? Yeah, I think I so. Okay, so who put in the next one? ML Gimmick Bank CEO. That was mine. Okay, let's talk about it. Tell me so about it's, it. It's an American thing. So when you buy things on a credit card, there are merchant category codes. So if you go buy something from certain stores that specialize in a certain item, apparently there's a merchant code, which I didn't know. And it will say things like electronic items or yeah. camping items or whatever. So it shows up on your, that, that's how your bank tracks it, right? When you're looking at your bank visa statement, if you tell it to categorize it, it'll actually have a little thing after it that says, you know, food or whatever it is that comes yeah. from that store. Correct. So um, it's being proposed that, um, well, by Amalgamated Bank, whom I have no idea who they are, they're some bank, um, that they do that for firearms. So if you have a store that specifically sells firearms, uh, rather than just saying, say, sporting goods on it, it would actually say guns. And then they are proposing that you actually track this back and take a look at people's buying patterns because apparently a lot of these guys in the states that have gone and shot a bunch of people they spent a ton of money on guns which seems weird because you only need one but whatever um so they they're saying that there is a buying pattern that if they actually were to amalgamate this data and see that it says guns and all of a sudden you know rather than 200 bucks a gun a week on guns all of a sudden you spent twenty thousand dollars on guns then they would flag that to the police and have the police come have a little chat with you okay because so it's kind of like what we do with respect to you know if you're buying 20 pistols it's flagged in the system and they give you a call or you whatever yeah yeah so it's now, the same thing this, yeah now whether this would actually work uh, i don't know probably yeah. not if there's well, some sort of a pattern there, then maybe right. they can do something with it. Well, Americans tend to buy a lot more guns and a lot more ammo because America. Anyways. <laughs> and I must say that when I buy stuff, now, mind you, most of the guns I buy are private sales anyway, so they wouldn't show up on this thing. But um, I guess it would catch gun stores. But when I buy stuff, it tends to be in spurts. So I won't buy anything for a long time. And then I'll be like, holy crap, I have like no nine mil ammo and I have a batch in two weeks. So I'll go buy like 5,000 rounds of nine millimeter. <laughs> so I guess That's that might be flagged. Yeah. I think yeah. 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 So yeah. you get flagged and then the RCMP would, or in this, it's American. So I guess the cops would show up and say, hey, are you going to go shoot a bunch of people? And you go, damn it. You got yeah, me. Got me. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, let's move maybe on. You, maybe you get more <laughs> observation or they follow you around for a while or something, but that's speaking, the deal. Speaking of spending a lot of money, why don't we Bye. get into this one? It's the CCFR legal challenge. <laughs> so you can go over to the ult it's the ultimate choice. Ultimate. I have to say that ultimate. ultimate. Okay, say that again. Ultimate. There you go. Nothing. Choice contest for 2022. Go on over to the CCFR website. You just click on the link that they have there. It's right at the top, by the way. Uh, you can win, and you can win big. So what's going to happen is if you donate to the CCFR and you donate $25, for every $25 you donate, you will get a ticket. And you can win prizes. The first prize is $10,000 shopping spree. So... Mm -hmm. mm, 
And then second prize is $5,000 shopping spree. Now, this is a little confusing for me. The third prize is also a $5,000 shopping spree. Cool. Anyways, but there's also uh, five more prizes of $1,000, and you can go and buy stuff with it. I feel, hey, you know what? If I had $1,000, I'd be buying some ammo right now. I know else. Um, it's yeah. box 22s. Yeah, one box of 22. You know how many ring, ring indexers I could buy for $10,000? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Anyways, so go and do that. Go on over there. Donate. Uh, as I said, every $25, you're going to get a, uh, pro- a ticket to enter into the prize. I know that I could spend $10,000. So the uh, stores that are oh, – the retailers that pretty- are dis- – Easy. Yeah. yeah. Actually, probably just one rifle. Okay. <laughs> um, and a scope. Maybe. If I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not sure if Maybe. the scope added to it and the rings would bring it over 10000 I'd just pay the difference. Whatever. Okay. Uh, where were we with that? Oh, yeah. So the retailers that are participating in it, uh, you would know them. They're, they're some of the best retailers in, in the country. So some of them are local to me as well. So awesome um anyways the other thing that you can do is you also you can go on when you're over there on the ccfr page go and become a member too because Mm -hmm. membership you get certain rights but not only that it comes with the uh, insurance as well so go become a member go donate go and support the ccfr because they're supporting us right now and it makes you a better person yes it does so when you die which hopefully will be a long time from now and you're a ccfr member Assuming you believe in it, whatever afterlife you believe in it, you get the good section. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. And if not, come well, talk to me. And I'll, that I'll was a it out. very good way of putting that, Dave. Right? That's that's the upsell right there. And if there's yeah. an very, issue, come talk to me. I'll is it, it the good section very or the fun section? They're, they're the same thing. Lots of oh, guns. Okay. Lots of guns. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into new gun stuff, but before we do, we're going to talk about Bolt Action Coffee because they help us out with uh, sponsoring the new gun section. Uh, Slamfire Radio is a brand ambassador for Bolt Action Coffee. We love coffee. And Kelly, Kelly is basically, she lives by coffee. If she doesn't have coffee, one, she's very grumpy. And, and two, she needs it to function. So if you, too, would like to get your hands on some of the best coffee here in the country that's roasted in small batches, go on over to boltaction.coffee.com and enter into the discount code of SLAMFIRE. It's all one word in capital letters, and you, too, could have it sent to your home. And it's delish, by the way. So go do that. We need a theme song for Slam for, uh, for Bolt Action Coffee and SLAMFIRE Radio. Maybe it's time to get a coffee. Can we talk to Steve, see if he could work something mm. in? That'd be a good idea. Time to get, get a coffee. Do our own little jingle. So why don't we talk to Steve instead of having Dave sing it for us? Okay. Anyways, <laughs> new gun stuff. Did we populate this at all? Adriel's not no, here. This is the wheels all are falling last week. Yeah, the wheels are falling <laughs> off the bus. So we're just going to move right over. Oh, but one of the things that he sent just before the show went live was he talked about uh, an AK. What was it? Let's go and have a look. See. Yeah, True North Arms, the first batch of Type 81 AK-style stafies are coming through. Mm-hmm. That is super sexy. All right. So go over there, True North Arms, and you can I... yeah, you can go and get the safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Main topic. Let's do this. Ready? Where's Crystal? She's coming. 
<laughs> Hi, Crystal. So she appears. So for those of you who don't know, Crystal is Crystal Warner. Uh, she is Kyle's better half. <laughs> much, much better half. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Okay. So what we wanted to do is we want to have both Kyle and uh, and Crystal on tonight talk a little bit about their experience this past weekend. One of the reasons is because they're, well, they're a couple. Um, but Crystal, let's... How experienced are you with shooting? So you go out with Kyle and do know that. Yeah, not very at all. Mm-hmm. So I, you just you just got your pal, correct? Yep. Okay. About a month and a half, two months ago, yeah. Yeah. A month and a half. Okay, cool. Congrats. Kyle, how experienced are you with shooting? I would I would say I'm all right, I'm decent. Yeah. You've had your license for quite a while. You shoot competitively three gun. Mm-hmm. And and that obviously. Uh, so you have two people, same ex- same event, same thing that's happening. But you have maybe two different types of. The reason why we actually want to talk about this because people experience things differently. And then we have somebody who's an experienced learner. What can they learn from my Maple State event? And then we have somebody who's a brand new shooter or newer shooter. That. Um, what can you learn from the event and where did you get from it? So um, what I'd like to do is actually just talk to you guys. So Kyle, yes. how, how was your experience with Maple Seed? And then we're going to go over to Crystal. Uh, I would say surprising, actually. And why uh, do you say surprising? Well, at the start of it, when they asked what your goal for the course is, and I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. It was really silly of me for to say it, but I mentioned that my goal was to patch, to get mm-hmm. my rifleman. And after taking the course and seeing how involved and actually how technically difficult it actually is, I felt like that was a, a, a silly goal because there was so much to learn and never even thought of. And never mind this, the MQT itself was a, tr- a true challenge, not just on the accuracy, but the time limits on a couple of the stages and that. It is. So as an experienced shooter, your expectation going in was one that you thought that, you know what, I'm going to kill this. I'm going to actually walk away with the patch and it's going to be easy peasy. Is that what? Mm, a fair I knew I would learn something for sure, okay. but I figured, Oh, it's, I can get, get into a position and shoot holes at 25 yards <laughs> you did. And the start of the day was not great. <laughs> okay. Why well, wasn't it great? Oh, my my shooting was horrible. I couldn't group anything at the start of the day. <laughs> why, why why was that, Cal? I was wasn't building good positions and just not focusing on the the site. Okay. I I, I don't know because we finally I finally got my group tightened up and. It was instead of trying to just hold it on target, it was actually and like they teach with the breath and doing the respiratory pause and actually applying the techniques through the course instead of just, oh, yeah, I'm doing it like I've always done it and always forget certain methods and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but the reality is you're an excellent shooter. You didn't realize your goal of rifleman patch. Um, and that. I'm going to come back to you in just a second about what you brought from the from the experience. But I want to go over to somebody who's brand brand newish, newer to shooting. So, what was your experience like 
overall experience? I'm not going to lie. I walked in there that Sunday morning and the only part that I really knew exactly what was going to happen was Mm -hmm. that I was going to shoot my gun Mm -hmm. and that there was a picture at the end of the day because I had seen that Saturday afternoon when we went to go watch Kyle for half an hour. Okay. That was really all I knew, but it, it was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I did learn quite a bit. Okay. So when the, so when you had your, so we have those briefings at the beginning. And one of the reasons that we have those briefings is one, you get to know who we are, but we also get to know you and your experience levels as well. And we uh, do talk about goals. So what type of goal did you have for the day? I wanted to learn how to basically hit a target. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. How'd it go? Goal. Yeah. And see what I could learn. Okay. Very good. So with that, so from your experience at the beginning of the day to the end of the day, did you see a natural progression through it? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And by the end, very, very good. Okay. So by the end of the day, um, were you able to, so with project Mapleseed, we talk about positions and proper positioning, and then also using your body, your natural point of aim, your skeletal system, and then firing the perfect shot. But I think that it's a little bit overwhelming as well, especially for new shooters. Did you feel like that at all? It, it was. And I have to admit, <laughs> I got a little frustrated in the middle, but that was mostly okay. because I got in my own head. Mm. Because I kind of said to myself, I should be doing better at this. I'm Kyle's wife. (laughs) (laughs) I watch him do this all the time. I should know what I'm doing, right? No, that's not how it is. Any, honestly, any spouse that has a husband that shoots quite often, I would definitely, or a wife that shoots quite often, I would definitely recommend to go do it. Okay. The simple fact that, you know what? Yeah, you won't know exactly but you have an idea and it just will help that confidence build perfect because yeah maple seed was really good for my confidence that's awesome actually that's fantastic that's kind of what we actually hope for especially for new shooters as well Mm -hmm. so to see the progression then you can uh you can see the progress that you make and then it'll hopefully motivate you to continue shooting and and that as well and practicing everything that we talk about yeah so that's actually kind of our goal. Whereas with Kyle, I can understand where he's coming from as well. His goal coming in was to patch because he is an experienced shooter and and he's a pretty good shooter as well. So, um, Kyle, did you realize that goal at the end of the day? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So you did patch. I did. Yeah. Uh, oh. I ended up. Obviously, I want to get better, but by the end of the day, I wasn't disappointed with my score because, like I said, I just what going throughout the day is like, yeah, no, this is a, this is a true challenge and whatnot, but I ended up getting uh two fourteen. No, that's oh. good. That's so, not bad. so just barely good. squeaked by, but did realize the goal, but I definitely want to go back and, uh, you know, practice the positions and whatnot more and do better on the next MQT I do. Okay. Well, that's a good goal too. Um, part of it is, Again, moving the barometer as well. So anybody who does shoot it the first time, uh, a lot of people like coming back another time as well just to, to re-solidify it and that as well. Um, I think 
I'm not sure if people, what we try and do is if we have a couple, so if Kyle, you and Crystal were coming together and uh, you were shooting, uh, instead of putting you together, what we would do is typically place you on opposite sides of the line. And the reason is you, by the way, Kyle, you were shooting Saturday, correct? Yeah. Okay. And Crystal, you were shooting Sunday, correct? Yeah. Okay. So how would you feel if you were shooting beside Kyle right then and there and he was shooting beside you? About as nervous as if he was standing behind me because he was helping Adriel teach it. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. All right. <sighs> okay. But typically what we see is we see yeah. um, couples with couples, especially, or even um, parents and children. We see people focusing on the other, the spouse or the other, the children or whatever. And uh, as opposed to focusing on their own shooting or on the other person as well. We also see a lot of times we'll see, um, particularly with females on the line with their partners, uh, they get nervous. They get nervous and they they get nervous around their, their partners as well. So that's why we actually separate. Separate idea. spouses and that as well. So, oh, for was sure. it? And Go ahead. Love's Day also is like it helps uh, alleviate the temptation for, say, like in our situation, the husband to lean over and do corrections when I should have been focused mm -hmm. on what I'm doing. Yeah. And with that, like, I did help Adriel with ROing on Sunday. And I pointed out a couple things to Crystal, but more or less I tried to let Adriel take care of Crystal and just, for one, I had just done it, so I don't 100% know the entire program. That's part of the future is learning everything. But uh, kind of tried to take a step back and not be hovering over Crystal the whole time too or see her struggle and trying to jump in and fix something, just letting her experience yeah. the course for herself. Yeah, a lot of times we find that children or their spouses, like, you guys are very capable. I'm sure that Crystal's very capable as well, but it's just like if if we were um, with our own children or whatever, let them do it themselves and they can learn how to do it. So instead of a lot of times I know that we want to jump in. So um, with the experience some itself what do you think that's one thing that you're going to carry with you or take with you that you, from the event itself what resonated with you most uh the different positions and the use of the sling i mean i've used a sling before and kind of somewhat like a hasty sling but definitely different way of doing it and i mean just for like the prone and seated the way that you guys teach to use the sling i why the heck didn't I think of detaching the back of the sling before? And that was for it was just like mind blown. <laughs> um, the rest of it, kind of the constant reminder, and then seeing the proof throughout the day on reminder on stuff like breathing with the resp respiratory pause, and is I've I've known the technique in the past where you come up and come up to the target and whatnot uh, instead of just trying to hold it on there but i like three gun that i still try to hold it steady on the target and going yeah. through the whole program and okay doing it the way that, that they're teaching and following the breath and like the npoa 
for me mind blowing as well oh that was that was uh, a major game changer and then especially when you do it and then you try to muscle it and you're muscling it like two inches and the fact that you can't just muscle that and be accurate that was actually a really big one for me just Mm -hmm. i mean i'm big and strong i can do it no (laughs) (laughs) so is it translatable to three gun do you think you're going to be using it uh for certain things uh say like the long range shots and whatnot stuff where you do have to post up build a little bit of position and do it fast i think it, it could translate if you trained getting into position and getting your natural point of aim right away yeah you can get your natural point of aim right away. You just have to trust it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. So anyways. Okay. Crystal, let's talk here. So what's some of the, what, give me one thing that you actually took from the program that you think you're going to carry with you and what resonated with you. Um. Yeah. The use of the sling. Cause okay. I never touched one before other than like when we pulled it out of the box, when Adriel sent it to us, <laughs> um, <laughs> that was the only time I had touched it other than that. And yeah, I guess that I'm better shooting prone than I thought I was. Mm-hmm. That, that resonated with me like than I ever thought I would be, I guess I should say. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. And, All right. and the breathing is a big thing. And I think that will resonate with me. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you what do you think when we talk about things that people will take home with them and they want to practice a little bit more or they think that they would like to break down and utilize a little bit more? What are you going to be doing? The breathing, mm-hmm. okay. because I I especially like I would like to start three gun. Um, and one thing is is you get excited, right? So you have to keep that in mind. Breathe before, yeah, no. Pulling the trigger and the trigger that was a big deal too was the squeezing the trigger. Yeah, I wasn't very good at that in the beginning, but I did get better over the day. That's so. perfect. Nice, yeah. awesome. One of the things that I did see in the pictures is there was other females on the line. How was that? Was shooting with other other ladies? Those were all Saturday. Oh, were they Saturday? Yes, oh. I was the only girl on Sunday. There was but- me and two other gentlemen, Chris and Andrew. Okay, what about so Saturday? How many women mm-hmm. were there on the line? There was three, four? Uh, I believe there was four. Okay, yeah. which is a great percentage as well. So Good. I, I thought, Crystal, that you shot with other ladies as well. But okay, so do you think that you would recommend Project Maple Seed? I would have recommended it before, but after taking it, yeah. I 100% would, and now I have an idea so I can tell people, because I tried getting one person to go to it, because we need, wanted to fill spots, and he goes out and shoots gophers all the time, and it's like, oh, I've been shooting all my life, and I just <laughs> peg a thousand gophers in a day, you know, what are they going to teach me? And I mean, I always have the attitude that it doesn't matter what course it is or how basic it is, That's you can attitude. always learn something from it. Yeah. And now yeah. I just, I can tell them, like, hey. Here, put up this target, and unless you're sh- shooting perfectly, like, you know, less than one minute of gopher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it gave me a better understanding. So for selling it and let them know, like, hey, you may be experienced, but you can definitely learn something, and you'll be mind blown from it. Awesome. What about Plus you, it's Crystal? So cheap. 
I have already recommended it probably four times since Sunday. So like four different friends. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So we'd love to come back. Well, you know what? Technically, <laughs> Adriel would love to come back. I've already yeah. volunteering him. So it'd be great to go back to Grand Prairie again. And not only mm-hmm. that, hey, Kyle, mm-hmm. did you recently yes. do something as well? I did. What did you I, do? I uh, accepted the invitation to become an instructor in training. Awesome. Uh, Welcome to the fold. Thank you for stepping up and volunteering. So those are exactly the types of things. So the conversations we have, that's basically the types of things that, you know, it's great to have some great insight from our instructors on that as well. So thank you for that. So my pleasure. (laughs) What else do you want to talk about? Anything that we missed out on with uh, Project Maple Seed and your experiences? Things you um, want to tell people about? Actually, you know what? I want to compliment Crystal because I think uh-huh. she's selling herself a, a bit short because she made massive improvement throughout the day, ran into some struggles on the MQT and whatnot, but come through and you okay with me saying your Her final MQT was her best with a 189. Holy crap, man. So it's great. And from the like, you take it from the beginning of the day to the end, it was a massive improvement. And nice. I would say just like I told Crystal before, like don't worry about me or whatever, and because she wanted to oh make me proud or whatever. No, it's your course. You <laughs> you take it. This is for you. I don't matter. I would say that for any other couple, and also I would add that just focus on what is being told to the best of your ability because by doing that you will see the most improvement mm-hmm. it That's may feel m- awkward at first but <laughs> it will it will translate downrange so it might feel awkward at first why do you think it's going to feel awkward at first uh, because bad habits and you get used to being in a certain position Right. You're used to doing things a certain way and it's comfortable to do things in a certain way. So we're introducing something new to you. But if you can put it all together, then you come up with a score of 189. That's freaking amazing, by the way. Nice. Good shooting. So with a score that high, it means that you're just at that threshold. So come back and try it out again. And anything that um, I was at that threshold, not for my first one, but from, yeah, yeah. So for my second one, definitely in the plan. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just taking each piece and breaking it down and practicing it. So Mm -hmm. that's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Really, really well well done. done. Um, So, yeah, we have a rifleman and somebody who's very close to being a rifleman amongst the Grand Prairie crew. And we have other riflemen. There's the. Playing one of these things is not like the other, Mo. <laughs> We're going to get you there. Come out to an event. <laughs> I, I, I received a participation ribbon. Is that good? Yes, it yeah. is. That's yeah. very good, Mo. Now, you're a pretty good shooter, too. So uh, you're going you're gonna to get there. So. Um, that's it for Maple Seed for me. Any other questions from you guys? Random Dave, Mo? No, congrats, Crystal. That is absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. You mentioned three. You mentioned three guns. So when are are you going to be 
trying it I out. We'll be registering in October for the team match in Peace River. So, <laughs> oh, nice. That'll be fun for you. Nice. Breathing a trigger, you'll be fine. Yep. Crystal's going whole hog. She's going to be the next co-host on Slam Fair Radio. Watch out. <laughs> That's how it happens, you know that, Crystal? That's what I hear, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Congratulations on on your... I I try not to focus on scores, but congratulations mm-hmm. on... Um, yeah, we're really... It sounds like a really successful, but also... It does, thank yeah. You. It's, yeah, really, really good shooting. So. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. All right. All right. Thanks for coming on too. Thank you're an you official. So you're an official co-host now. You can sub in anytime. By the way, awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. You guys have walk Kyle out of his office and uh, <laughs> yeah. drop in. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you, Crystal. Okay. Give me the boot. <laughs> Let's We're get okay in. That. Yeah. Are you okay? Let's get into listener feedback. Listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full service gunsmith who specializes in firearms for finishing. He does. Uh, he offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and circuit finishes, as well as wood finishing. Go and check out his new and used guns, awe, and firearms, and accessories, and more at the armory DC gunsmiths.ca or DC gunsmith.ca. So um, we had a couple of comments on Facebook, but um, anything that we need to cover? Mm. There is Dawson Creek Maple Seed in August. Excellent. Yep. Uh, Doug's joining us tonight. Hi, Doug. He says he's been shooting longer. Actually, she, Doug's been around longer than dinosaurs. So Doug's been <laughs> shooting longer than there have been guns. So. <laughs> Doug, we love you, by the way. Anyways, so we don't have any emails tonight or Patreon messages, but we do have a mess. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, we, we do, do have, have a, a Patreon message. It came in Patreon. It wasn't Messenger. Okay. This is from William S. And by the way, William is watching tonight too. So I thought this was a very good question. So quick question on Ruger 1022s. Lubrication, wet or dry and or both before firing 300-ish rounds. He's going to be going to Maple Seed this weekend at Stittsville. So he's coming Mm -hmm. to see me, which is is fantastic. That is awesome. You're in yeah. for a ride. Kelly's Kelly's awesome. Such a <sighs> Thank you. I'll try not to yell. Anyways. Um, so is, is this like Schrodinger's lubrication? It is both wet and dry? Right. Well, or say, wet or dry. The range, the, condition, the range conditions, because in Grand Prairie, we have sand, and we had steady 30, 32 kilometer an hour wind, wind mm-hmm. gusting 50, 60, and you did not want lube in your gun for that, because it just would well, everyone got a free uh, lapping of their bolt throughout the weekend. <laughs> yeah. So, t- but with typically with Ruger ten twenty twos, they like they need lubrication and they need lots and lots of it. Particularly if you are in the middle of shooting three hundred round three hundred ish rounds. So during the day, you will actually need to add more lubrication. But wet or dry, typically we'll add wet, especially if it is. Um, well, if there's sand and that's getting in you might need to add a little bit of dry but it's normally we'll just add some CLP or some ball stall or something in there to actually help it um, throughout the day uh, dry dry is so I've shot a maple seed in minus 20 degree weather you'd use dry at that point because wet wet doesn't work it's just too cold so 
Anything else there, Mr. Kyle or Mr. Dave or Mr. Mo? CLP. I just lubricate everything with straight up CLP. I don't use anything yeah. else. It works great. I carry. It smells good too. Okay. I I don't but usually smell it. Frogly behind the ears. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> Frogly doesn't go, go work really well in Ruger 1022s. It's it Frogly breaks down. Doesn't work well in anything, does it? No. Frogly you can, but it. you can eat it apparently, according according to Thomas. Um, but it doesn't. It just yeah. doesn't stand up. Go and CLP it. Yeah. Yeah. I find that with any gun, it's it's interesting. Like CLP yeah. just works. It just works. And that's why so many people, including military, use CLP because it just works. It just works. Awesome. And, yeah. um, typically, we'll see guns start to fail right around 2, 2.30, but it's because of the amount of rounds that we're putting through them in one day. We'll just give it a quick clean, put some lube in there, and you're good to go for the rest of it, the day. So. Now, yeah. do you find they're getting stoppages at that point just from the amount of crap that's in the bolt? Or Yeah, so... Yeah, so double, uh, so stove, stove, stove pipes, different things like that. So you just need to clean it a little bit. We'll run, yeah, anyways, and we'll put some lube in there for you. We're a full service, anyways. Lube oil filter. Back, back, on, the, back on the line. <laughs> there you go. All right. Rotate your slings, Wibbles. Yes. <laughs> Dave, I love you. Okay. Okay, that's all the uh, comments we have, I think. So um, if you want to send us an email, send us an email at signfireradio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Patreon-y. Uh, we don't have any new Patreon supporters, but go on over to patreon.com and uh, show us some love. And then we can continue to put out this amazing content. And yeah, so, and we'll send we'll you some... Kelly some caffeine pills. Right. And... <laughs> We'll also actually uh, send you some patches. We got new patches. I gave them away to. Oh, do we? I have no yeah. patches left. Even I, I gave the ones that I give my patches away. I'll have to get some. Oh, I saw hmm. some of our listeners this past weekend. A lot of them, and all my patches are gone that I took with me. So I'm going to have to stock up again. So it's, it was great to see all of the listeners and finally meet them in person. People who comment all the time as well or send us emails. Got to see them. All right. Let's get into shout outs. So. Kyle, do you have any shout-outs? Uh, I'd like to shout-out everyone who attended the Maple Seed in Grand Prairie. Uh, it would be nice to fill up the two days, but the one day was pretty much full, and thank Adriel for taking the time to come up and put it on. Yeah. Thank you to Adriel for doing that. He's one of my shout-outs, too. Uh, Mel? Nothing for me this week. Nothing? Really? Oh, I did a shout out earlier in my in my segment for Tiger Arms yeah. that got my okay, stuff delivered full, fast. So, so. <laughs> you can do more than one. There can be no more gratitude. That is the gratitude for the day. What about Dave? I uh, shout out to Crystal for getting that 189 and uh, it is doing amazing. a great job at Maple Seed. Well done, Crystal. That's awesome. And. Uh, for me, I'm going to shout out everybody who came out uh, this past weekend to help out, all of the instructors, also the participants, the listeners, and it was a really, really fantastic, fantastic weekend. And also to Chris Titchler for hosting us at Warren Fields, and Warren Fields were hosting us, but Chris Titchler for uh, getting the pizza oven up and running. Mm -hmm. 
So we had pizza afterwards. Nice. nice. How many maple seeds do you go to that have a pizza oven? Like, really? Come on. Anyways. So shooting and pizza and planes. I know. Yeah. That's really super cool. cool. Yeah. And no tornadoes. Like and no tornadoes. Trifecta right there. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations to Doug Johnson, by the way, for realizing his goal um, of getting his rifle in patch. Um, but thank you also. That's a huge shout out to him for not bringing any more tornadoes or any other <laughs> weird weather. Because yeah. every event he comes to, uh, yeah, the last one we had to close down because it was that weird, whatever it was. Anyways, yeah. I did I'm, thank him personally at the end of the day for not bringing any more tornadoes. Nice. And I uh, must say that uh, that maple seed patch, it's on my jacket that I wear a lot of the time. And every time I see it, I pull my jacket out of the closet and I'm wearing it around. I just think when I pull out, I remember that day when I got it and I think, you know what? I earned that. And that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And on that note, we're going to sign off. So bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I just ended it. <laughs> Uh, just cut everything off. We're done. Kelly's Kelly's had enough. Done. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.